0: Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. What do you like Rogers? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hey there, fuckers! It's Big dog ball talk. Uh-huh. Matt corner Jordan Flegel. I, 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 I kinda, I've been called Mister Rogers. Asked before. I'm very, uh, very friendly, welcoming. I have a lot of really good sage advice. Uh, mm. And um, it might be shocking for people to know for. 6 years. Actually we have talked about this before briefly, but yeah, like 6 years my full like my job all the way through high school was working with kids, teaching the next generation, showing them what's up. That's uh, right. You
1: <laughs> fucked up a lot of uh <laughs>
0: Hey, it's Owen sound are you kidding kids. me. The, the <laughs> own sound area I probably improved some lives there, man. I don't think that uh I don't I definitely don't think that I'm I'm the worst case uh Ontario that uh, they could have been been involved no, that's in. that's true. Um, that's true. That
1: that's not saying much, but you're right. I, I have to give you that.
0: In fact, one of the, uh, the young minds that I, I molded and mentored uh, back in the day was your own, uh, your, one of your own uh, nephews.
1: That's right, that's right. Had and to show him what's up,
0: he was, he was like. He's uh, screwed up, he up now like, man, oh. he's,
1: he's smoking cigarettes. <laughs> he's 12 years old, he's smoking cigarettes. Mm that's
0: all right. I told him that I told him he's smoking weed. So he kind of missed the mark there. But, um, yeah, I mean, the guy comes up and he's like, Oh yeah, I want to make the NBA. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. You're not listening to this fucking Jordan guy. Are you? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me show you the ropes, your kid. Let me tell let me tell you about big dog ball. Uh, and then, and then this was born. Um, but everybody, uh, welcome to big dog ball talk. Matt, I according to Jordan Flegel, uh, we got a loaded show as per usual. Uh we hope that you guys also enjoyed your long weekend. Uh, yep. we know a lot of you guys were uh, you know out of commission, uh you know, uh, celebrating the, the 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 festivities of Victoria Day uh to the fullest, which uh, you know, we can always appreciate. Um but we are going to kick off today's podcast with of course uh the Golden State Warriors third finals appearance in 5 seasons. Uh that's shitty yep. for pretty much everybody else other than Warriors fans. Uh, but you do gotta respect it. You gotta respect the greatness when you see it. Uh, one of, one of the best dynasties we've ever seen in the NBA. Uh, and you know, there's this definitely you know the argument to be made that uh, it is the best dynasty. Uh, especially depending on how uh this year's uh, finals end up playing out. Uh, but to look at this game, you know, uh, first off, congratulations to Stephen Curry. Finally, gets his playoffs MVP. It might not mean yep. anything. Might yep. just be the Western Conference MVP, but he finally gets it. No Kevin Durant, no Andre Iguodala to, to steal it from him this time. Uh, I thought this one, to give it to Curry, was a little bit interesting, actually. Because I didn't think he, he was good. Like, he didn't play out of his mind. Uh, you know, Klay Thompson, obviously, in this game, was the best player on the court, uh, offensively yeah. at least um yeah i think you know draymond green huge factor wiggins uh had a lot of great games plus he was guarding uh luca the the majority of the time uh honestly, and then wiggins
1: even... might be the the up there uh, have the best argument outside oh, yeah. of stuff
0: uh and, and honestly and i know it sounds stupid and maybe I'm, I'm i'm really uh you know just getting a little bit out of hand here uh but like kevon looney was a beast. He was huge for them he was in he, the, was, he the had series. maybe
1: his best playoff series.
0: Yeah, I uh, so I'm I honestly I think you could have picked any of the starting five and I would have been cool with it uh to, if you gave it to them. Uh, I think Clay probably out of the five, which is crazy, was probably the the lowest of the low. Uh, yeah. And Jordan Poole obviously cooled off. He wasn't getting his uh, thirty point uh, triple doubles or whatever the fuck he was averaging. Yeah, Jordan Poole. Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. So uh, you know, hopefully we'll see if he can uh, pick it up going into the NBA Finals, and we'll uh, preview that once we uh, see the uh, finish to the Eastern Conference, but. Um, you know Jordan in this game you know was there anything you saw that really determined because again neither one of us saw we 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 didn't expect the Warriors to win I mean I'm not surprised they did but I'm very surprised they won in the dominant fashion they did this was a a gentleman's sweep that uh, yep. that game 4 was pretty much just courtesy
1: Yeah I like I said I have to I have to own up when I'm wrong um and I was just I just completely underestimated uh what Golden State could still do uh you know when when everything was clicking and um like uh, the 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 players who are still you know still remember the old kind of system the the 2015 through when kd left like those guys still know how to play with each other they still know mm-hmm. how to be maybe the most effective offense uh, you know in the league and this whole year I was kind of poo pooing it I didn't really believe the stats uh, about their defense I kind of thought ah is it really that good I don't know if they have like really the personnel especially when it gets down to it in the playoffs um that that's maybe what i was the most worried about is is how their defense would hold up but freaking yeah. you know between draymond green doing his thing uh, i've said before maybe one of the most impactful and maybe you can just call him flat out the best um or one of the best defenders we've seen in the last like 10 years um at least uh, yeah a- along with uh andrew wiggins who really stepped it up on the defensive end again the goat they're they're relying on him uh, he's playing more minutes than anyone else on golden state he played 40 minutes mm-hmm. last night he's he steve Kerr needs him out there which is so so funny that Steve Kerr, you know, the, the head of the Warriors dynasty, going back to the finals, needs to play Andrew Wiggins the most, more than Steph Curry, more than Draymond Green. Uh, he's just so valuable out there. Um, and what an amazing turn of events for for Mr. Wiggins. But well, like
0: shout out Nick Wright for saying after the, the Warriors traded for Wiggins that they would never that uh, the Warriors would never, ever get to the finals again.
1: Yeah, uh, because <laughs> yeah. they traded
0: for Wiggins. And it's like, yeah. well, now they're going to the finals Stated. because of Wiggins. So yeah. uh, you're welcome, Nick. Seri-
1: seriously, like I mean, if if. If Wiggins isn't on this team, um, I mean they they struggle in their last two playoff series. Not even like you know Dallas, yes, but even you know against the Grizzlies, yeah, he was he played a factor in that series as well. Like uh, he literally uh, might you know in in kind of a smaller way. He's not like the best. He's definitely not the best player on Golden State, but he kind of has swung their fate here in the playoffs. And I've just been so impressed with him. He's been great and uh, like the The rest of the 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 skeleton, like the bones of that old championship team, it, it's just still there. Like Steph is still, Steph is good so foundation. good. Yes, yes, and Steph is so good that I can't. I, I've been saying like throughout through throughout these you know these podcasts. I, every time we break down a game, I'm like, ah, oh, Steph doesn't really look like himself. That's still saying Steph not quite being like the Steph that I envision, like the best version of him. It even even if he doesn't reach that, he's still amazing. Like he's still so oh, yeah. impactful. And even when he doesn't score, like. He he's like, he's kind of like, you know, people say Steph changed the game. It used to be like big guys like Shaq and and stuff like that, who you would need to throw so much extra help to that. He got so many shots to all these other people around him, whether or not he directly passed it out to them and, you know, got a whole bunch of assists that didn't necessarily always happen, but it was always like the the defense was completely zeroed in on him and it opened up so much for everybody else. It's kind of an offense onto itself. And that's the same thing with Steph Curry, but he's pretty much the first point guard that that's ever actually like happened with. Um, but like, even, you know, even in the game last night, he scored 15 points, but any game he plays, uh, you know, 30 plus minutes, his, his fingerprints are all over it. Uh, Dallas can't afford to leave him open there. You know, they're there. They, they throw everything they have at him. And, and that's what yeah. gets, you know, that's why, you know, clay can go off like this and Draymond can score and Looney can, you know, the, the ball gets dumped off to him and, and things like that. so, I'm. I was just really, really impressed with the way Golden State was able to put it together because they, coming into the series and even through the Grizzlies series, I just didn't think they quite looked uh, like that same old dangerous team. But they mm-hmm. came right back mm-hmm. around and and they proved me wrong. They they're really good. And I I've been hearing the 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 pick I've been hearing is oh the Celtics. They're I think they're going to win. The Celtics look like a championship team. Whatever. I if I had to put my money on it, all the money I owned, I would put it on Golden State. I think. Uh, I think the the It'll be a, and I do expect my, uh, sorry, Boston to come out of the the Miami series in in the East, and we'll we'll, we'll get to that series after this one. But okay, uh,
0: so now officially the Miami Heat will win the seven.
1: Yeah, it's true, it's true. Okay. <laughs> you're you're welcome, Miami. You're welcome, Spo. Um, but uh, like, I, I think people are kind of have fallen in love with this Boston team and the things that they can do. Yeah. But th- this is that's how I felt about Dallas going up against Golden State. I was like, oh, there's so, there's so many weapons. They're so young. They're so good. Look at Luca. And Golden State just dismantled them, um, and I can see the same yeah. thing happening. Um, and you know, I I'm kind of I, I kind of agree with with Drake. I think Drake cashed a bet that the Warriors would make it to the finals on before stakes, the playoffs
0: started. I he cashed out like a
1: million. No, yeah. it was to the fi- it was a west it was the Western oh, it's Conference. Just the finals. So he's got it. He's he's got it already. So uh, congrats. The, the rich get richer, I guess. But he, I was uh, gonna
0: say he really, he really was uh, he was hurting for that. Moment. Yeah, he was. It. He he really was. His freaking uh, his son needs a fifth Wilson Evolution for his private <laughs> his basketball son. court inside his multi million dollar mansion. Uh, yeah. unfortunately Unfortunately, um, but yeah, and I mean, on the Mavericks side of the things, he's again like the Warriors. I think the biggest thing that really fucked with my head and bogged my mind, I think, throughout the series was, uh, you know, I was just kind of focusing on, you know, the Warriors' offensive game because again, yeah. I think that they're that they've been such a dominant defensive team for again this their entire run like in the past. 10 years we're almost going on 10 years the Warriors have been yep. dominant yep. Um, and uh, you know I, I think a lot of people take their defensive like schemes for granted as well Steve Kerr has a has a great vision for that I mean they ran that zone defense a lot of the time against the yep. Mavericks which you know you would think against a team that really likes to shoot the ball uh, that that would actually play into their favor, but it uh, really really shook them up. They didn't really know how to get separation and find good quality shots, and uh, you could really tell like Luca really was forcing them. Uh, and, and Steve and to Kerr just that. just
1: just so everyone knows, Steve Kerr got the idea of all these little switching up the defenses, and I know Mike Brown runs the defense uh, now, but like all all the little switching and. Uh, the little janky sort of schemes. He got that all from Nick Nurse, baby. Nick Nurse in the finals. He's that, the that one who uh, yeah. who started they, it. They complained about it, and then they stole his moves. So give Nick Nurse his credit.
0: Yeah, it is pretty funny that, yeah, they, they, they complain and cry about the box and one and then yeah. you now they're using they're it. They're throwing uh, it up, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, hey, Banners will hang forever. They know that, and uh, yep. so do the Raptors. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, to, to, to go back, uh, you know, uh, you can see the shot selection was definitely – it was hard for the the mavericks to find uh what they wanted to get yeah. to the shot that they needed and you know it kind of begs the the question because and we've talked about this all season long we talked about it after the porzingis trade we talked about it when porzingis was still on the team um and and we really kind of glossed over because again you know sometimes uh, you know we can get caught up in uh, you know the, the the hype and i think in this case when you look at the mavericks they kind of need that second option i'm not talking even yes. just like a real star but like somebody who can really go out there and get a bucket uh yep. like i was even i, I was shooting the shit you know at uh pick up the other night and i was saying you know even tim hardaway jr would have been huge if he, had oh, been he would have been massive series uh, he, 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 he was, was
1: he's so he plays so well next to luca
0: exactly like well he's a he's a perfect guy he can he's no he, he is the quickest trigger he has no yep. problem shooting he'll go 0 yep. for 10 one night and then he'll go uh like 20 for 20 uh the next it's uh he, he, he's very streaky, but he could have been a big X factor here. I think that that's what the Mavericks need. They need another kind of dominant ball handling score that they could maybe even run off the bench. I know Dinwiddie was kind of that guy, um, but you know he's not very explosive. Uh, he, again, kind of lived and died by the three this season, so I'm not really sure where uh, you know Dinwiddie's future is going to go, if it's still going to end up being uh, in Dallas. Jalen Brunson is going to be wanting uh, a, a lot of money. He's going to be wanting to go up. So uh, yep. I, and again, I still, even though they've had the success, they got to the conference finals. I still don't think that Brunson is the, the move to pair with Luca. I don't think that that's going to, going to win them a championship. I don't think that's going to work. Um, I think that in the long run, I think they'll be kicking themselves. If they're going to sign him to a huge deal, I think that's going to kind of handcuff them a little bit. Um, I, I think there's a lot more moves that they could make here. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think, I think that's kind of the missing piece right now. I think Luca pretty much you know like as we said like he had Wiggins draped on him the whole series he didn't really look as explosive as he did in the uh, in these other throughout the playoffs uh you know he still has, was amazing i mean Luca yep. has established himself in my mind as a top 5 player no doubt yep. um but uh i mean it's a uh it, it's it's pretty crazy to think that you know he willed his way all the way here kind of like a young lebron Yep. Uh, but you know, this, the, he, he meets that dynasty similar to, you know, I'm not calling the Celtics a fucking dynasty from back then, but you know, the, those Celtics teams in the East were, uh, were tough to beat. And, uh, that was kind of LeBron's Achilles heel for a little bit there. So, uh, you know, we'll see if Luca decides to go to South beach to, to take them out, uh, uh metaphorically here, uh, or if, you know, we can build that's the something second there star. That's Dallas.
1: the, that's the second star Miami needs that Joel Embiid was talking about. Uh, he, uh, Lucas <laughs> heading over there.
0: Well, you know what? We might as well let's get right into that cuz I mean that's a that's a good segue before we you know kind of break down that game. Uh yep. you know, the Miami Heat obviously losing to the Boston Celtics. Celtics up 3-2 now going back to Boston. Uh they split the uh their home court advantage uh earlier on in the in that series. So we'll see if Miami, you know, can still push uh, push and find their road luck here and uh, of course we're going to break down the game uh in just a few seconds but you know, Joel Embiid during that game after the the Heat lost, tweeting that the Heat needs another superstar. Uh, and Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid, obviously, they've got a connection, former teammates from uh, Butler's one season in Philadelphia. And after Philadelphia lost to Miami, both of them were very vocal saying they wanted to play together. They never yep. wanted to break this up. They wanted to run together. They love each other's games. They think they mesh well. Um, it kind of, because a lot of people were like, oh, well, does Jimmy want to go back to Philly? And now it kind of seems, and this was, I didn't think was going to happen until like a real collapse. But obviously, you know, with all the Ben Simmons drama, uh, you know, maybe not building the team that, uh, you know, works around uh, Embiid, especially bringing in Harden and then Harden playing the way he has. uh, It's kind of looking like Embiid might be slowly trying to push his way out and uh, is kind of doing some tampering uh, right in front of our eyes, but you can't really say anything because he's not saying I need to go to Miami, just a superstar could be any superstar. Uh, But uh, you know, right now I think Embiid on Miami would be fucking crazy. Like no. that would be a monstrous team, but the problem is, you know, what are they? Well, how could they even get them? I think you might even have to get a third team in there because right now, uh, you know, a package. I I did a quick one in my uh, just uh, just my phone before we start recording. It would be like Duncan Robinson, P.J. Tucker, Tyler Hero, and like two to three first. Yeah, like I I if they if they wouldn't trade Ben Simmons for less than that, there's no way. Like if you if you think. If you think it was hard to get Ben Simmons out of Daryl Morey's hands, good fucking luck getting Joel Embiid. Good luck, yeah. Because I like he's—you're literally going to have to give him like a hundred million dollars in LeBron James when he's twenty-seven. Like it's not—it's not, <laughs> not uh, going to work. Like I—I I honestly don't know if uh, he'll ever let Embiid go. If he and if he does, it'll be in free agency.
1: Well, Matt, I mean, I, I just uh, busted out the trade machine right now. What about uh, add a bio for Embiid straight up? The salaries match.
0: I mean, I think that the Heat would probably still have to throw in at least two first-round picks. Yeah, Embiid, yeah they would. Embiid's probably just as good of a defender as Bam. He's yeah. three inches taller, probably 40 pounds heavier, and there's like twice the player he is on offense, if not like three times the player. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I think that that would work. Like, that's probably where they would lean more towards. Uh, I think I, I think
1: know. if you're the Heat, like, if, if there's no point really in keep keeping Atabayo and Embiid. You can't really play them together. So I think if, if that was something you were going to do, I think you'd have to move off of Bam. But, you know, the Heat love Bam. Um, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you're Pat Riley, I think you if you have a chance to get Joel Embiid, even if you have to give up, you know, your your young star center who you've developed, I think you would still do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, that would only improve uh, this Heat team. But, uh, you know, to, fo- to focus on this current Heat team, because, again, you know, that- this is all just speculation. Who knows what Embiid meant by that? Probably means yep. he wants to go to Miami. Um, but, uh, you know... The 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 heat really got this. This was another like I I'm getting. I mean I know everybody in the NBA world is, and I'm beating the, the what, what's that beating the horse to death here. Uh, I mean we're everybody's sick of the fucking blowouts in this series. Uh, yeah, can I just say something, Matt? Yeah, go but for I, it. I want you to.
1: I I don't know if this was my fault, so I might have to apologize to all NBA fans out there. I think I and a lot of people hype these playoffs up too much to a point where. They just weren't able to deliver. I, you remember how many times I said I'm so fucking excited about the Eastern Conference playoffs. <laughs> no matter what happens, like, uh, it's gonna be exciting. Like February. Oh my god, I was I was so ready. I was so ready for the uh, what I thought was you know the the heavyweight. Uh, not not just the people at the top of the conference, but you know how are the Raptors gonna do? How are the Bulls gonna do? This new amazing team who was in first place in the Eastern <laughs> Conference a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How is you know Atlanta gonna do? The, this team that made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and you know I thought was gonna. Sneak into the back end and scare somebody. Miami-Atlanta, shit. Nobody gave a shit about that series. It was bad. Yeah, uh, five games. Sh- Chicago-Milwaukee, sucked shit. Five games. Boston and the Nets that we thought was going to be one of the best series we've seen <laughs> in yeah. recent history, a sweep. a sweep. I mean, it was an entertaining four games, but it was a sweep. Um, And then even, you know, Raptors-Sixers with all the injuries and, you know, the, the Sixers go up 3-0. And then, you know, it was a little bit exciting yeah. there, those next two a games. stressful but six games. It was, it was. And, you know, that... That could have been good. Uh, I, I actually thought that was one of the more entertaining first round series. And you know, the, even the West, the, the West was a little bit better. The, the Grizzlies and the Wolves series was great. Um, and yeah. then in the in the East, you know, the the obviously the Bucks and the Celtics was uh, an, an all timer for all-timer. me. It was classic, yeah. uh, a, a great series we're gonna remember. But these fucking conference finals have been so. I've been depressed the last week <laughs> or so trying to watch yeah. basketball because yeah. I'm yeah. out here in the middle of fucking nowhere uh paying a lot for my data uh, cuz I want to watch good basketball. I go and start streaming these games and I'm like, what am I really going to pay to 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 watch this, you know, this this 20-point lead unfold here uh to stretch it to 30 uh and you know, the next the next game is the other team that wins by 30. Like this has been uh this has been rough and I I it will all be forgiven if if you know, the basketball gods, I'm I'm praying to you guys now, uh, if you give us like an all-timer NBA finals seven games down to the mm-hmm. wire, a couple buzzer beaters in there. It'll all be forgiven, but if this is a shit NBA Finals, I'm I'm I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might just I'll, I'll switch sports. We'll have to I don't know. Hockey's been okay. Big dog soccer okay. talk. Yeah. Oh, soccer you want to talk. talk some fucking
0: footy. Go <laughs> Liverpool. Score some fucking goals. Uh, uh yeah. I mean uh yeah. I I definitely agree. I think that was uh, that was very well put. Cause I yeah. It's I think it's been very frustrating for a lot of people. And I even even then like I I think the playoffs have lived up to the hype for the most part. Even with those blowouts and these crazy series, but. Uh, yeah, it's definitely. It would be nice to see some actual close like games. Like, yeah, like so far this only game three in Boston where the Heat stole that one without Jimmy Butler uh, in the yep. second half. That was the only close game we've really gotten. Uh, even and even this the, the, the Warriors this... and Warriors and Mavericks was never really that close either. It was just the no. one game that was within like ten points, and that was when Dallas won.
1: Yeah, yeah. And 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 game 2 was kind of, you know, exciting when, you know, when the, it looked like the Mavs were going to steal that one in game 2, but even even that yeah, one they towards the end. Up, yeah. Yeah, but and and this one I thought was going to be close too because it was close all the way till like a few like I don't know what it was like 20 seconds left in the third quarter and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be close." Then Boston scores like t- 10 in a row and the lead yeah. stretches to 11 by the end. They scored like a whole mm-hmm, bunch mm-hmm. of buckets in a row there in what I didn't even think was enough time to score that many buckets. And then, they, you know, obviously they pull away through the fourth. Um, So, so yeah, I, I just want more close games. Give me some close games in the finals, please.
0: Well, if we want to get close games, um, there's a couple things that need to happen. First off, um, Jimmy Butler, I am hundred uh, percent in the camp that he's not a hundred percent. I think that whatever injury he had in, uh, in game three is still there because if you look at his production, you look at his play, just go watch his game five play performance right next to his game one performance oh yeah it's he's, not that the celtics really figured him out no he's looking bad like he doesn't look like he's comfortable he can't get to his shots no. uh, or his spots rather to get off his shots pardon me um it, it's it hasn't been his game hasn't been his series so i'm looking at butler i'm kind of you know i i can understand where he's coming from i can see that he's you know maybe laboring a little bit here um but the, the guy who you know and I hate to do it. I hate to do it, Jordan. I know you might you might not like this either. Kyle Lowry just running around there, man. He's just getting cardio, and that guy is doing fucking nothing. That's brutal. He's getting paid thirty three million dollars to do nothing. That was he's been bad. He this season has been off. Like he's he's had his times where he's looked like he's that All NBA guy, or you know, uh, at least all defensive player. I put him on my All Star team. You remember? And and, and and at that time, it wasn't like it was. It, it was a uh, off the board. It was a wild pick, but it wasn't like it made it sense. Yeah, yeah, you could you could you you, you could make the argument. Right yeah. now, though, this Lowry has looked like the this is like this reminds me of the, my when the, the 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 Raptors played the Miami Heat second round of the playoffs. I think this might have been twenty seventeen, uh, and uh, maybe twenty. But, no, no twenty sixteen. It was twenty sixteen the when they went to the yeah yep, they went to the conference finals. And uh, Lowry had I think it was three points uh the whole game, and the three points was he hit the full court buzzer beater to send it to overtime and he didn't even care he was like oh my god you could literally see he was like fuck i have to play more basketball now and then they got and then they lost in overtime yeah yeah Yeah. it didn't matter but you know that that's kind of the lowry that i'm seeing right now which sucks because i thought we were done i thought we had of the champion lowry because again he's been looked so good since you know he's looked good in the playoffs since you know 2018 really even uh you know obviously that didn't that series didn't go well for them but i mean he's He's been playing a lot better in the playoffs, and this series has been well. I don't think a non-factor. I I think they should just get Gabe Vincent back in there, give him those minutes because I don't. I, I honestly don't think Lowry is uh, getting the job done for them.
1: Well, he's another guy. I don't. I'm I'm convinced he's not 100. percent I don't think he's just this bad. I, I think something yeah. something's going on. I mean, he he was out well, with that hamstring. Had... Yeah, uh, first he's had some games, good
0: stuff like, going on all year too. Yeah, like I don't know, like off court issue or something. I I'm I'm not sure. You know, he keeps things close to the chest, and I respect his privacy. But I'm very I would like to understand a little bit more, like why things are unraveling the way they are. Because it's not Lowry to it's not it's not like Lowry to have this happen.
1: I think I, I honestly think Matt, it's going to come out kind of like it did with Chris Paul. Like, oh, I've been struggling with this injury that's made it look mm-hmm. like I can't do shit, and you know, I went scoreless in the last game. Like. I really don't think that he's just this bad. Obviously, part of it is his poor play, but I think it yeah, all yeah. it all compounds. Like, you know, when you've got an injury, you can't move as fast, then you you know, you lose some of your confidence um and it all goes downhill from there and like uh, uh, another sort of topic I've heard a lot of people talk about uh like these these old point guards who are great at studying the helm, you know, they're they're there, they they've got the experience. Yeah. And Lowry and Paul are kind of like the 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 two kind of in in each conference the two guys who kind of fit that mold old school point guards who have been through the battles uh who have the experience who are really good but your their body just breaks down at a certain point and whether or not it's actually an injury or it's just fatigue like eventually you know the playoffs are long especially after a long regular season and i i think it's okay to have those guys but you really you really can't set your team up in such a way where you're like okay I'm going to need this production from this 35 plus year old point guard at this point in the season. You can't uh, count yeah. on it. You can still have them. They're still really valuable. Like Chris Paul had a, was, a, you know, as we'll, we'll get to an all NBA player this year. He was in, yeah. incredible. And Kyle Lowry, uh, like I said, first, first, first half of the season, I put him on my freaking all-star team. Cause I thought he was so important to what the heat did. Um, and, you know, I, I thought there was, there was a very clear sort of delineation. Kyle Lowry comes to the heat and, uh, Tyler Hero has an amazing uh, year, like uh, especially early mm-hmm. on in the year, mm-hmm. scoring the ball. I thought Kyle Lowry like was setting year. setting all those guys up perfectly. I thought he was, you know, the perfect guy to have at the helm. But you gotta have some sort of insurance policy, and like it, for, in the Heat's case, it's Gabe Vincent. He's just not quite good enough, like he, he's, he, mm-hmm. to, you know, to to swing this series. Like you need, I, I really think for for these these. Uh, People who build these teams, uh, you know, whether it's you know the the Heat and the Suns, I'm I'm talking about specifically right now. Uh, for both those the in both those cases, you need a, a backup point guard who could probably be a starter for like half of the other teams in the league. Who's going to just accept that and come in and fill in? Uh, so it's not on the shoulders of these 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 sort of older point guards. They just can't handle it. You, you can't do it, and you're paying a lot of money to 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 you know Kyle Lowry, uh, and that's what hurts you too. Like yeah, I, I saw someone tiny on Twitter. Money. I saw someone on Twitter say like, uh, you know, uh, on Raptors Twitter that, you know, uh, they, they love Kyle Lowry. This might be blasphemous, but I think we kind of dodged a bullet having to pay him again uh, with, with that contract. So. And we got, you know, at least we got a Chua, um, you know, Drogic, obviously part of that deal, no longer with the team. But, you know, that's 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 fine. Uh, at least we got a a value dodged asset in exchange. Too. And exactly. So and I, I agree. Like, I, I love Kyle. And like he said, he's going to retire a Raptor, whether that's a 10 day contract that he signs at some point, that's fine, but yeah, the, the the back end of these old point guards' careers, it's just it's just sad because you can tell they still want it. You can still they're, tell they're still so competitive, yeah. but when they go out there and just their body doesn't let them do it, it's it's just sad, and I, I don't like watching it. <laughs> so I feel yeah. for for Heat fans, um, and uh, yeah, it's just you know. Joel Embiid's right. the The Heat need another star. If people legitimately thought Kyle Lowry was going to come there and be their "quote unquote" second star, uh, you know, I think they were kidding themselves. That was never going to happen. Kyle Lowry, and I've said it a bunch of times, he showed he was at his most valuable in 2019 when he was the fourth leading scorer on the Raptors. He he wasn't yeah. like he uh, in the regular season. Kawhi obviously outscored him. Pascal and even Serge Ibaka had higher point per game totals than Kyle, and that's where he needs to be. He needs to be down in the totem pole of scoring. He just needs to go out there, you know, play his minutes. And not to mention, Fred Van Vliet was on that team, too. That, that post, kind of point guard uh, you could throw in there. Yeah, post, um,
0: post-birth post of Fred Jr. Yes,
1: well, that's true, yes. But even through the regular season, you know, like he was another guard to throw out there mm. on that team. It wasn't it wasn't like in the years before where it was, a, it was like, you know, Kyle, we need you next to DeMar. We need you to score 20-plus points for us to be successful. We need you to do all these things. Uh, and he he just wasn't up to the task. But he was in that perfect role as that, you know, veteran point guard, who you didn't have to rely on and i think the heat just you know they they put too much stock into relying on Kyle as a scorer um and and that's just that just wasn't smart at, at this kind of advanced stage in his career so um uh, yeah. uh, i i think i think it's done i think you know what boston would it, i'd be really shocked if boston doesn't win this this game 6 uh back in 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 boston because i i think the tables uh have slowly kind of turned uh, yeah. I, I give the Heat credit to maybe come out kind of like they did in game three and shock everybody and just come out with, you know, really sort of good intensity and and punch the Celtics in the mouth. Um but I think at the end of the day, uh the Celtics just have have the weapons and and are gonna be really motivated to get it done here. Um and uh we'll see. Maybe hopefully Kyle Lowry can even if the Heat lose can have like one more, one last kind of statement game. But to be honest, yeah. if I was the Heat, I think it might be smarter just to. Not even play him. Just play Vincent. Yeah, instead. yeah.
0: Well, uh, it's all going to be fun and games until Big Man Al Horford wins the East MVP. Uh, he's been ins- insane.
1: Talk about old old be, guys yeah. who, uh, who who haven't performed. Al Horford's gone the other way. He's he's he looks like he's 22, man.
0: I'm not. I'm also not even joking by that. It's either going to be him no. or Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum has been kind of bad this yeah. series so yeah. uh yeah don't don't uh don't ex- don't expect to be you know, a shocker that uh you know al horford like legitimately will win if they win in game six he has a decent game again yeah, if he's got and a tatum, good game like I, I think tatum would have to drop like 50 to, yeah. to even be considered because jalen brown has been the better player uh this whole series uh in comparison to tatum so yeah. uh again uh we didn't even really touch on them much uh, because there isn't really anything to say. The Celtics have looked good. They've been doing exactly what their game plan has been indicative of this entire season, uh, yeah. especially in the playoffs. They've been grueling, hard as hell to score on inside the paint. Perimeter play has been good, and they've really shared the sugar and been able to you know move the rock, get the shots they needed. Uh, and yeah, Miami just... Hasn't been able to keep up to them. I think they, they just got, as you said, you know, they've got some old legs out there. I don't think that they're going to be able to match that intensity and that speed for uh, another game. And if uh, they have to play game seven somehow, I think that that could be uh, really the, the straw that broke their back. Because, uh, you know, the, the I think the the Heat are kind of limping to the end of their season. Yep. So, yep. Uh, you know, it, they, they've had a great year. And, you know, come Monday, we might, well, actually, no, Monday, we will be talking NBA Finals preview. Yeah, uh, regardless uh yeah. because you know we got as we're recording this friday morning uh you know friday we we're, we're going to be seeing the uh the game 6 and then i believe it will be sunday will be a hypothetical game 7 if it does go that way so you know what, i'm still uh, i'm still a... rooting
1: i'm still rooting for the heat to go in and win that game uh you know they they need to hey, yeah. they need to resign uh, somehow you know it would be against the rules but resign lebron uh cuz that that that's when <laughs> lebron had his 45 and 15 game going back to boston trailing 3-2 Uh, And, uh, you know, just rip the Celtics fans heart out hearts out. So that's their only option, I think, (laughs) because otherwise I don't see it getting done. But it would be it would be really nice. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm wishing it into existence. The heat they go, they win. I don't even care if that game's close. I understand this. This hasn't been a series with close games. But you know, uh, a, a, a pressures on kind of Game Seven back in Miami would be fun. So let let's try oh, and yeah. get that.
0: Uh, and uh, you know, to move on past uh, our playoff matchups, uh, you know, we we gave our preview a few weeks ago, and we hope that you guys were listening. We we sometimes tell you, I mean, we we did predict that the the Celtics and Heat game was going to be like a buzzer beater finish. uh yeah, and, shit, yeah. and that didn't happen. But our predictions are. Pretty good. If you guys haven't picked that up yet, we again uh, go. If you listen to us before the season started, we gave you hit after hit. Uh, <laughs> we're kind of like the, the they're kind of like the BGs uh, in the cocaine era. Uh, you know, we, we we just don't miss. Uh, but all NBA selections came out. Uh, Jordan and I both were fourteen for fifteen on the uh, the total selections. Uh, yes. Jordan was actually. 10 for 10, if we want to go uh, for the exact positions as well. Mine got a little bit screwed up since I had DeRozan as a guard instead of a forward. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the only player that Jordan left off that was selected uh, was uh, Chris Paul, All-NBA third team. Which is and funny, my player, favorite player. <laughs> yeah, and then the only player that uh, I left off was uh, Trey Young, who also made the All-NBA third team. Uh, yeah. so pretty good for us. Round of applause for us, everybody, wherever you are, clap it up for us, clap it up. Uh, we, we definitely deserve it. Alex, feel free to put in a kazoo or something or uh, tell us you love us. I don't know. Uh, yeah. something, you know, we, we, we need praise. That's why we do this. We need attention, praise, uh, <laughs> everything in between. Um, but overall, you know, uh, again, for anyone who doesn't uh, know the uh, the full teams, uh, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Jokic, uh, the first All NBA team, All NBA second team, Steph Curry, John Morant, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and then rounding out the third team, Chris Paul, Trey Young, LeBron James, Pascal Siakam, and Karl Anthony Towns. Uh, so, a, uh, I think that they pretty the voters did a really good job on this one, um, yeah. mostly because they agreed with us. Uh, yeah, which shows right. that we should get a vote. uh So NBA, if you're listening, uh, Adam Silver, I know you're a, you're an avid listener of Big Dog Ball Talk. uh Kamish, please, uh you know, get us a, get us our vote. We'll share a vote. I don't care, um but uh, we we gotta get one for the podcast. We'll let Alex <laughs> do the votes. Yeah, Alex will Alex will vote Jonas Valanciunas all NBA <laughs> and first year MVP. Alex is best br- player. <laughs> Remember Dwight
1: Howard? Alex Alex loved Dwight <laughs> no, Howard. No, no,
0: Alex was a big James Harden guy. He loved the behind the back step back. Uh, yes, but. To, 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 to focus up, you though, um, you know, the voters they did a great job uh, for the most part. But we kind of talked about this a little bit. You know, I had brought up, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't hold as much weight into these NBA awards than that I used to because I don't trust the the people who are making these votes a lot of the time. Uh, a big, you know, uh, and this was one of the ones that was really floating around. And he it was so bad of a take, so bad of a vote that he had to take you know, ownership of it on that. He shouldn't have television. said it.
1: He shouldn't have said it. Yeah, he shouldn't have Jaylen, said
0: anything. Uh Jalen Rose admitting he was the one who voted Kyrie Irving onto an all NBA team when he played less than half the year and wasn't like a superstar. Stephen like he didn't a do Smith. anything insane.
1: Stephen A. Smith's classic. What? Yeah. <laughs> when he heard that, that was oh man. Yeah, that, well, that would have been my
0: ex- reaction. You s- the excuse didn't well that was my reaction when I heard that I was like, come fuck, give me a fucking break. And then his, his oh, I just get mesmerized by his game.
1: And it's like <laughs> Shut up, then you like... shouldn't
0: be voting. If you can't separate <laughs> yeah. like what you're seeing from like a YouTube highlight clip, if you can't separate that into a full body of work, that's embarrassing. That's the problem with all this shit. Is that people just vote because they think it's like, oh, I can get my favorite player to to get more credentials, possibly, or I can, you know, uh, I, I think this guy's really underrated, so I'm gonna do this. Don't do that shit. Vote for who deserves it. Use your mind. If you're in a situation to make these votes, you're essentially being trusted as one of like the best basketball uh, opinions, bas- best basketball minds in the media that you could be selected to do this. Have Take that honor. It is an honor. You should yeah. fucking have some respect for that. I don't I don't get why we always end up getting these guys who are—and maybe it's people who vote like every year and now they just don't give a shit or what— but uh, there needs to be more, and as I said, I honestly do think it's, instead of having votes and it's total points by votes, it should be a selection committee, like an Academy yeah. Award. I think that that's how they should do it at this point. Uh, you know, group of ten people, really trusted sports writers or uh, you know former yeah. players, something like that. Uh, a big coalition. That I, just want, really come want, I just want and I just want.
1: I just want Stephen A. to choose them all himself. Uh, just, just then,
0: then he would have all actually no I was gonna say he would have all all New York Knicks uh getting in there, but then I think actually you know, I he want, would have the opposite. I don't think he I would wanna, have any of them on it.
1: I want a committee of Stephen A and Skip Bayless. Uh just those two. <laughs> they have to agree. They they must agree. Uh you know, it'll take them like a few months to, to figure it out, but you know, that. Stephen a. That would be LeBron that
0: is not on my <laughs> all NBA team.
1: What you can't be telling me. It's my me that's turn. Be, yeah, it is you my turn.
0: <laughs> yeah uh yeah that i i definitely think that uh being a fly on the wall for something like that would be uh <laughs> would be magical to to witness but uh again uh as far as the voting goes jordan like uh you're happy with how everything turned out
1: yeah big time uh i mean i i think this was right although i will say looking at the first team like devin booker needs even even more kind of uh you know uh Blame put on his shoulders, something. Everyone's talking about Chris Paul and how he disapp- it was disappointing in in uh, that game seven. Chris, uh, mm-hmm. Devin Booker, you're an All NBA first team player. How many points did he have in that game seven? Uh, I didn't even care. It was it was like uh, it was less Fourth than twelve. In MVP I know that. Voting too. Yeah, like man, that that's rough. That that's uh, that's that's kind of just what I thought of. Uh, you know, looking at the company he's in between uh, you know Luca, Tatum, Giannis, and Jokic heavyweights in the game like you can you can we make an argument team yes and you can make an argument four of those uh, those four guys uh you can make the argument for each of them that they're like a top five player but Devin Booker you're you're supposed to be in that that mix as, as an all NBA first team player you can't have that game seven and I think he was kind of glossed over I know he's still young I know last season was pretty much his first well no it was his first playoff run um and you know he performed well but yeah. uh you know and and even aside from that game he had really good games in this these these playoffs this year but i i just uh that was kind of what jumped out at me like he he needs to kind of take that personal and and come back next year and and prove that he belongs on that team cuz right now the last we saw of him uh you know he he's didn't look like an all nba player uh, we'll put it that way um but uh yeah the other teams are good the the story of of the league I think uh with these teams and and as you mentioned, I didn't have Chris Paul on my third team. I had Donovan Mitchell slotted in there mm-hmm. and if that had if that had been what the teams were, there wouldn't have been one single set of teammates on any of the all NBA teams e- each player would have been from a different team which True, which is I nice. think which I think for the first time, and that, uh, for the first time, there, there's not really a super team in the NBA, which I, as a fan, really like. Like, like oh, yeah. there, there's good teams, there's good teams, but like, you know, if you say Boston's the best team, they're homegrown. Like, that's that's all guys that they've drafted. There, there's no like star free agent moves. Even Golden State, they're back to just basically having the three guys that they drafted and, and Andrew Wiggins, who almost nobody wanted. Uh, you know, when they traded for him um and and i just I really like that that's kind of the state of the league very, very even uh you know talent very spread out and when you have good players together it's it's more like two of them on the same team rather than like three or four um mm-hmm. and uh and i really I really like it, and you know the the fact that Chris Paul snuck on that third team, obviously very deserving um and you know to to have him and Booker as the only set of teammates. Uh, you know, when when, you know, at least during the regular season, they were an extremely dominant team, 60 plus wins. Uh, that all makes sense to me. And uh, yeah, I just I'm I'm as a fan, I'm loving how spread out the talent is uh, in the league right now. And I, I hope it continues that way. And and, you know, in theory, the more spread out the 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 freaking talent is in the league, the more fun and exciting and close the playoffs should be because you're not going to have a couple yeah. teams just walloping everyone. That hasn't exactly played out this year, but. I'm hoping it keeps going that way. And, you know, maybe next year uh, we'll get. Uh, I, I think also the other story, just just to go back to the playoffs quickly before I let you speak on this, Matt, is just the the injuries. The injuries have been really kind of a a black mark on these playoffs uh, between the guys mm-hmm. who have been mm-hmm. out the entire time. Like there's no Kawhi. Uh, there's no Paul George. There's no um, who am I missing? I mean, Anthony Davis missed a lot of time this year. You know, that probably was a big reason the the Lakers didn't even sneak in um but lots of injuries and then you know throughout the playoffs between Robert Williams uh we just talked about Lowry and Butler even the, you know uh, our raptors like the guys injured in that series uh and and Embiid who by the end of it wasn't healthy um there's uh you know not to mention Chris Paul I you know the list goes on and on uh I just I think you know you look at the playoffs this year maybe it's time you know Adam Silver to shorten the season a little bit I know it's unlikely I know they don't like the idea of doing it no the owners way, don't will. want to lose their money I get it. I get it. I yeah. get it. Uh, you know, um, but this this is this is the result, or at least partially, this is what comes of you know uh, really long seasons, players moving around and are that, that are more athletic and flying through the air more than ever before. Uh, guys getting injured left and right. So um, I don't know if there's anything to be done, but definitely would have been the playoffs would have been more exciting if more guys were healthy. I know that's true every year, but uh, I think this year especially you're seeing that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would I would still say I would argue there's less injuries now than there was even, like, 15 years ago. Uh, I think that's both, obviously, sports yeah. medicine, but also, you know, they, they don't call the game as physically. That's why, you know, you get the games with, like, Embiid where he's seven feet and he's getting, like, little hand-check fouls called for him. Uh, yeah. And I think that, you know, that's, that's the league trying to protect the players a little bit more. Uh, there's nothing against players resting, like, as long as you are doing it when it actually counts like when it makes sense to arrest a player and uh, yeah. i don't think a lot of teams exercise that because the standings were so close this year um but yeah i i the only the only way they could do that is if like they extended the playoff the, or the play-in tournament to like i like guess a, a four game like a far so far four game five game series or something for best yeah. best two out of three something like like that because they they need to have the certain amount of games to make that and i think their new media deal. Uh, won't be coming up until the uh, until twenty twenty four. Which uh, I've heard rumors that uh, Vegas and uh, Seattle expansions uh, yep. may be on the way. Uh, I've yep. heard that through the grapevine. I uh, feel free to pass that on. Uh, tell them Big Dog Ball Talk sent you. The you in. What about um,
1: Vancouver and Montreal, Matt? Come on.
0: No, I don't want that because uh, then it's gonna <laughs> mess with the Raptors. I I'm, I'm cool. With that. I like <laughs> us versus the world. Uh, That's true. And, and they've already seen Vancouver doesn't deserve one. They fuck. They fumbled that hard. They fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they did. Um, but where's Big Country at? We should get him on the podcast. He's probably chilling. Um oh, yeah. but yeah, I I I I think that that's probably something to look into. But um as as it went, you know, I'm happy with how all NBA went and uh you know to, to shift our focus here, Jordan. Maybe a guy who will make all NBA one day, or at least we all thought, you know, had the potential to do it, Mr. Zion Williamson finally cleared out of rehab i mean and again we kind of, we kind of called this that right when the pelicans started to look like legitimate like a legit nba playoff team uh he's like oh yep. i feel pretty good i think i can play now <laughs> um so zion all things i've lost hundred pounds yeah he'll be playing with uh you know alvarado uh yonas brandon ingram and cj next year and you know that that could be a pretty tough team. Like I think that they will be a, they will be a top yeah. six seed. Like they'll, they'll be good. If, if Zion comes back and is kind of playing to the same level that he was playing before, there probably will be a little bit of growing pains. I'm sure just uh, trying to come back after a whole year off. But um, you know, if you're a new Orleans fan, I think you got to be pretty excited for uh, the season to come. Cause I think, uh, you know, Zion could take you over the top and we've seen the, you know, again, we, I'm not going to say that this is how it's going to go, but I mean, if you can really take that next step, be like a, a generational player that people thought he might be. Um you know we we've seen young guys already this playoffs really take over and catapult teams, you know, uh, we yep. mentioned you know Devin Booker, Luka Doncic a, a prime example, even Giannis uh as he developed. We could see you know Zion kind of put the team on his uh, his big burly shoulders a little bit here and uh <laughs> maybe take them uh take them into a, the second round cuz you know almost upsetting the the best team in basketball in the regular season this year. Uh, going to six games, you know, that's got to give all your supporting cast confidence. And uh, he'll definitely feel a little more confident sharing the rock and sharing the load with those guys. Unlike he did, uh, you know, when they were trying in the bubble desperately, when the NBA pretty much rigged it so that they could get in and they still couldn't get in. Uh, uh, They also got rid of Van Gundy. So that probably didn't, uh, didn't hurt to (laughs) to get rid of him either. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what uh, Zion 2.0 is going to look like here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's, exactly what sort of the hole that 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 roster still needs. Um, I still would like them to get kind of a better point guard um, to play next to CJ. Like, um, I still never, I still never understand why they ended up giving up Lonzo. But you know, that's another story who, you know, the Bulls are apparently quite, quite pessimistic about how his sort of long term injury status looks. So maybe, maybe that's where they were coming from, um, in that respect. But um, there's still, you know, before I consider them a, a really good team or like a borderline contending team, I still think there are a few pieces they need to, uh, upgrade, but Zion's like the, the, the biggest and most important one, because like, sure. I think, I think he can play pretty well next to Jonas. Like, I think the way Jonas can now at this point in his career, stretch the floor pretty effectively. Um, but also, you know, bang down low, depending on the matchups, um, and you know, they maybe, maybe the answer is actually playing point Zion. Maybe, maybe that's, uh, you know, sort of merging, maybe, yeah. merging their two needs. Cause he was really good at that. And you know, they've, they've got between Jackson Hayes and, and Jonas, they've, they've got a pretty good front court combination going already. Um, and I think, yeah, he's just a really versatile guy who I think can slot in next to Ingram and, and McCollum like, but, but if McCollum can have another good year next year, that's, that scoring production that you can get between ingram mccullum and zion is insane like like i we even talked about it last time we talked about zion the way he can score the ball really efficiently inside is kind of incredible uh even in the short amount of time that we've seen him on the court like he was putting up 30 point plus games like on like 12 shots uh you know just like going 10 for 12 uh, all in the paint like just bullying guys looking completely unstoppable um well, and he looks he can... like
0: Khalil Mack in a basketball uniform i know legitimately if you look insane. up there's a, there's a there's a photo of a Khalil Mack in a bulls full bulls uniform and he looks yeah. like zion like uh you got a guy that's 285 barreling down at you with a 40 inch vertical fuck Fucking that
1: man. i know i know yeah even even kyle lowry i think would be like i'm good i'm not gonna you know take a charge from this guy like yeah might be one uh, of the only
0: guys in the league
1: yeah yeah and uh yeah like that Obviously, defense is still the thing that I'd be like, oh, what's going on here? Uh, you know, or, or I'd, I'd be curious to see how well they can do defensively. And that's always, or, or I should say, usually the the issue for young-ish teams like the Pelicans are. So there's, they're going to have to figure out that side of the ball, maybe make, you know, make a signing. But, you know, maybe Herb Jones takes that on all himself because he's uh, the Swiss Army knife defensive mm-hmm. uh, guy who can lock down pretty much one through four. Um, so, you know, that... They've done a good job drafting. I, I thought their team looked, you know, we we talked about it when, when like you said, took took a few games off the Suns. Like, they looked really, really good, even without Zion. And I think, yeah, next year, the sky's kind of the limit for them. They've got so many good, promising young guys. And uh, I, like we said, I, I'm I'm going to believe it when I see it, though. I'm going to believe it when, when Zion's out on the court and yeah. can string a, a full, healthy season together. Um, and, you know, the 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 sort of weight of his upper body. Uh, I, I'm gonna believe it when I see it. That the weight of his upper body doesn't fucking fuck with all his joints, and he doesn't suffer some <laughs> other knee yeah. or foot injury. Um, and you know he can get out there and you know be in game shape and and you know be as effective as as we saw him kind of wh- through his 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 lone full full season in the NBA. Because like we said, generational guy, maybe the most unstoppable paint player since Shaq, and uh, he hypothetically. Plot- Yes, it's all hypothetical with him still, but you know he'd he'd slot in that team nicely. so yeah, there there if if he can do that and everyone can keep developing and and like I said, cj and, and Ingram can have good scoring years again. that that's a scary team next year.
0: and then Zion, when they're like seven and fourteen at the beginning of the year, will request a trade to the New York band. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh we' we'll 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 wait, we'll wait and see how the Zion saga this next stage uh, in his career pans out. Um, and, uh, you know, let's see how the next stage in Big Dog Ball Talk pans out. So that's why you guys got to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, the season's... Season's almost done. We're going to be cutting down to but one the, episode. Yeah, but the uh, finals, in the, the off season,
1: the, the peak. We're 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 going to the to the, the the climax of the season, Matt. The the finals are almost here, baby.
0: Yeah, and we we may we may have to revamp our schedule a little bit to accommodate the NBA yep. finals because we don't really you know we don't want to be there like four games uh, late or something. You guys, we might have to just do one you.
1: after each game, Matt. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah,
0: I think. I think that might be the way to go. So that way you guys are getting fresh updated takes. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep you guys uh, entertained throughout this, uh, this finals run. Um, but uh, yeah, follow us at big dog ball talk. Hear all of our other takes, bonus takes uh, bonus, uh, you know, everything that we could possibly supply to you, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Uh And again, the off season is really when we're, we're really going to be hitting that hard once we're not uh, putting as much focus into uh, the recordings here. And we're going to be yep. having, uh, you know, a lot, a lot more special episodes to come as well. So, uh, You know, don't jump off the bandwagon quite yet. Me and Jordan both got you. You're hanging off, but we got a sleeve each on you, and we're yep. yanking you right back in. No yep. escape from this one, man. <laughs> uh, but again, thank you so much for listening, guys. Keep recommending us to your friends. Share us on social media if you uh, so choose, and uh, you know really helps us out a lot. Uh, so thank you guys again for all the support. Uh, this is Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel, and as my good friend Jordan always says,
1: it should have been, been been the Suns, Matt. This this Suns Warriors, uh, uh, West Conference Finals it should have been them like not to bring it back to basketball although that is what we talk about on this podcast but uh it should have been the suns i I can't i can't shake that feeling it i wanted an all-timer and i think it would have been an all-timer man it's just too bad fuck you fuck you the injury bug and honestly screw you luca as much as i enjoyed that uh (laughs) final game and you're one of my favorite players should have been the suns
0: hey man you're an all-timer in my books (laughs)
1: thanks buddy